Oh, welcome in. What a sanguine day. Episode 174. Today is a special day on a lot of fronts. Today is the six-year anniversary of the television show. Okay. Just getting to six years on TV is, if I not to sound like a jerk, but an amazing accomplishment. Yeah. Uh, I remember standing on Chris Carter's balcony in Los Angeles right before the show launched, before we moved to New York, and saying to him, like, Man, I hope we can do this for seven or eight years and see what's what. And I remember Chris saying, man, that's a long, that's a hell of a, you know, runway you're talking about. And six years, more than 1,500 shows, and the show's doing better than ever. Today is also an exciting day because it's my favorite podcast we do all year where we lay out our full NFL gambling season-long picks Thursday We will be back with our gambling show, the full gambling show, and talk Chiefs-Lions. Thursday, also, Demonze is coming back, which brings up the bittersweet part of this. It means today is Diora's last show. Woo! And so, um, she goes to college in nine days, a week from Thursday. And so, we are dealing with that from an emotional level, and we will talk more about that at the end of the show. Also, uh, for the audience, while feel free to ask whatever questions you would like in the chat, season-long gambling-related, whatever you want, if you would like to give Diora some first year of college advice, that also would be welcome in the chat, and we can get those later on. I think that would be nice coming from people that aren't me or your mother or family, their feelings, especially because she's going, as you can see from the sweatshirt, to UC Santa Cruz all the way across the country. So before we get to any of that stuff, though, we have to tell you what missed, and then we will get into our gambling portion of the show. What missed the cut is Cooper Cup seeing a specialist for his hamstring. Team USA losing to Lithuania yesterday, but they blew out Italy to advance to the semifinals just moments ago. And Aaron Rodgers trolling modern medicine at the U.S. Open. Novak, he crossed out Moderna and wrote Novak Djokovic, which all, again, would make so much more sense if he wasn't drawing his paychecks from Woody Johnson the heir to the Johnson and Johnson fortune, which is the, I mean, the scions of big pharma. But I'm not going to let any of that bring me down like we did last year. And Dior, you weren't here for it. But last year we made folks a good deal of money. It was like a 18% ROI on their investment. And it was almost like a 400% ROI on their investment because we gave them a 50-1 to Chiefs-Niners exacta Super Bowl before the year, and then Brock Purdy's elbow exploded in the NFC Championship game, and it came up just short. It was still winners. The way I'm going to set this up, we will give you the team win totals. We will give you uh, the division winners. We will give you the make-miss playoffs, and we will give you a Super Bowl matchup. Assume... All of these wagers are one-unit wagers normalized for a plus or minus. So if you're a $100 better, 
I and it's a minus 140. We're betting 140 to win 100. If it's a plus number, we're betting 100 to win whatever that number is. We on this, so whatever, all of these assume they're one unit bets unless otherwise stated and we will track them throughout the year i don't know how long this first segment is going to go because for the team win totals diora what'd you say probably about more than half the show yeah it's going to go quite some time i would imagine that is true uh i should, probably shouldn't have to say this to you on your last show on the thing but feel free to speak up mike's a little far away i'm boisterous i don't want you to be oh you know what i mean i don't want your voice to be dominated by mine but we are going to go through all 32 teams we are starting diora with the teams i am not betting and i'll give you a quick thought on each team why and it's really just alphabetical order go ahead the cardinals 4.5 all right i would be on the under there i feel like they're going to be the worst team in the league they want to be the worst team in the league but the juice is on the under and it feels like such a square bet and they are such an incompetent franchise historically, maybe the new regime isn't going to be, that they feel like maybe they could screw this up. If I was going to bet either side, it would be the under, but we're not betting it. Next. Okay, the Bills, 10.5. That's the perfect line. Uh, I think this is going to be an 11-win team. I obviously could see them being a 10-win team. They, they've won 13 two of the last three years. I think they're going to come down a bit from that. But that line's exactly right. And if a line is exactly right, you have no obligation to bet it, so we're leaving it there next. Broncos, 8.5. All right, this feels like an under. I believe it's an under. However, because they could miss the playoffs and hit the over at nine and eight and maybe there is some sean payton magic we're staying away from it next the the lions 9.5 that line's exactly right this is a nine or ten win team so we're staying away from it that line is perfect next texan 6.5 all right i like the under i think they could be one of the three worst teams in the league but the possibility that D'Amico Ryans has a Brian Dayball type of impact, new team, massive one-year turnaround. They love Will Anderson, and that division is soft. We're staying away from it. Next. The Raiders, 6.5. All right, believe it or not, I think that is a pretty clear over. This team blew three 17-point leads last year. Uh, and still won six or seven games. They had seven games with seven-plus point leads, and they still were right around this number last year. However, the o so the over's the bet, but I am never betting an over on a Josh McDaniels-Jimmy G coach-quarterback combo, so we're staying away. Next. The Chargers, 9.5. That's the perfect number. It's a 9 or 10 win team, so we're staying away from it. Next. Vikings, 8.5. That is a massive regression from last year's 13 wins. Feels like if you had to bet that, it would be an over, a slight over, but you don't have to bet it, so we're staying away from it. Next. Saints, 9.5. All right, I like the under a lot there, but the under is juiced all the way to minus 140. Plus, if I'm wrong about Atlanta somebody's got to win that division the bucks might end up trading mike evans the panthers are not going to be good brian burns is holding in and so the saints 
It's just a little too much juice on the under. We're staying away. Next. Giants, 7.5. In that division, that's the perfect number. They're going to let Daniel Jones do more this year. That probably will hurt them because of some of the strengths of the team. And Dable, I still think they're not going to have some horrible season. That's a stay away. Uh, and in fact, I'll just tell you the last three in this category: Bucks six and a half, Titans seven and a half, Commanders six and a half. Those are all to me just stayaways. The, those are teams. The variance too much. The line is just about right. We're staying away from all of these. All right, now we're to a category where I these are all teams. I'll tell you right now, I like the under on, but not enough to actually bet it. What's the first one, Diora? The Colts six point five. I like the under. The juice is only minus 104. Fading the Colts feels like smart business, but maybe Anthony Richardson by midseason has uh, developed enough that the raw talent takes over. It's a soft division. I thought about including it. We're staying away from it. Next. The Rams, 6.5. I love the under, but two games against the Cardinals scares me a bit. If Stafford's healthy all year, maybe Sean McVay wills them to somewhat respectability, and the juice being 134, just too much. I thought about including that in the bets, but if it was minus 105, 105, I'd probably bet it. Minus 135, I can't, but I, I trend to the under there. I trend to the under on this entire category. All right, next. The Bengals, 11.5. All right, I I like the under. I don't see why this team would win 12 games. I know they did last year. I understand, but I feel like the division is tougher. Burrow missed training camp again. It's a brutal schedule, but the juice on the under is 144, so we're staying away from it. Next. The Browns, 9.5. This is... Such an obvious... I'm going to regret not betting this. This is such an obvious under. Even at minus 135 juice, I don't mind it. I wouldn't mind it. I And I know this sounds dumb. If this, if this total was 8.5, I think I'd bet the under. 9.5 seems like such a trap. Such a free money... It, you know what? I want to include it. You, you know, I'll, I'll get the Browns in elsewhere. The Browns, under 9 and The fact that the Browns could go 9-8, and eight, which would be the second best year they've had in 20 years, and the under would still pay, just seems like a trap, so I guess I'm staying away from it. Next. Okay, the Panthers, 7.5. The under there is minus 120. I can't see a reason... That this Panthers team would win eight games. I like the under, not quite enough to bet it. And I want to root for Bryce Young, even though I'm not a huge believer because of his size. The Brian Burns thing is scary. That is, it is such a soft division, but they were right, you know, they were in the playoff race last year despite horrific quarterback play. So we're staying away from it. Next. The Ravens, 10.5. I like the under there. I have the Ravens missing the playoffs. But I don't feel quite strongly enough about it to bet it. 
The AFC's really tough. I think they're a nine-win team, but we're staying away. Now, to bets, theoretically I would love, but there's better ways to make these bets. What's first, Diora? The Steelers, 8.5. The over for the Steelers is minus 150. I love the Steelers to keep Mike Tomlin's streak alive of winning nine-plus games. But rather than laying juice on the over, there is a better way to make that bet. More on that in a moment. Next. Okay, the Dolphins, 9.5. Similar situation. Rather than bet the Dolphins to win win 10 games and lay some juice, we can get plus odds on something that I believe is going to happen. So if you like the Dolphins, there is a better bet to make than them to hit their season over. Next. The Packers, 7.5. And I'm going to include in there the Falcons, 8.5, with juice of one minus 150 and minus 132, respectively. I like both of those overs, but once again, there is a better way to make those bets if you believe in the Packers and you believe in the Falcons, where they're a little riskier bets, but the return is so much better. More on them in a moment when we get to our division winners and our make-miss-the-playoffs category, and then one more. The Jets, 9.5. All right, the under on that is dead-even money, plus 100. I love this bet, but there is actually a far better bet to make on that, on the Jets going under 10 wins, and I'll explain why when we get there. So that leaves us, Diora, with eight actual bets. These eight bets are five overs, three unders. We will start with, and Diora, for this one, for say if I'm going over or under, you'll see it with the letter next to the number. The first bet we're making is what, Diora? The Bears 7.5, under. Under, plus 100. Why would the Bears win eight games? I Everyone's like, oh, they spent all this money this offseason. I, I hope so. They had the worst record in the league last year. The offensive line, even though they've invested in it, has now dealt with some injuries. That defense is going to be a train wreck. They could have... An awesome season where you feel great about Justin Fields and still hit the under. 7-10 and ten for the Bears would be a massive success. Plus, I don't think there are any gimmies in that entire division. While I don't think there's any great teams in that division, every other team in that division knows if we're going to have a good season, we've got to beat up the Bears. I know the schedule's not that tough, but they could triple their win total and hit their under. We like the Bears under 7.5. Next, Diora. Okay, so the Cowboys over 9.5. So the Cowboys over 9.5 is minus 162. That's I apologize to the to the viewers and to the producers. I should have let them know. That's not the actual bet we're making. Instead, we are going to up the win total by one game the Cowboys over 10.5, and instead of getting laying minus 160, we're going to get plus money at plus 115. Now, obviously, if the Cowboys go 10-7, and seven, we've screwed ourselves here. 
I believe the Cowboys are going to win 12 or 13 games. I would be shocked if they don't win 11 games. And if they have the season from hell, they probably miss the the 9.5 over as well as the 10.5 over. So we, instead of going Cowboys over 9.5, we are going Cowboys over 10.5 at plus 115. And we are doing something similar with the next team, Diora. What's the what what's the next team? What's the number? And then what's the number we're actually going with? Jags over nine point five, but we're gonna do Jags over ten point five. Exactly right. So the Jags over nine point five, you have to lay minus one forty four. Why would I do that when the Jags are gonna win twelve games? I would rather do the Jags over ten point five and get plus one forty five. So instead of having to risk fourteen hundred dollars to win a thousand, I can win, risk a thousand to win fourteen hundred again. If they go exactly ten and seven, obviously that screws you. That's not going to happen. This Jags team is going to have a top five offense in the worst division in football. They are winning twelve games. They are going to be the two seed. The Jags over ten and a half. Next. Okay, the next, the Chiefs over 11.5. Yeah, it's minus 135. Don't care. They win 12 games every single year. Literally. No, the, I believe the, you. I'm not, the, like, I'm not doubting the, you. No, no, no. Uh, since Patrick Mahomes has gotten there, the Kansas City Chiefs win totals have been 12, 12, 14, 12, 14. Okay. I'm not trying to lecture you. I, I understand Make sure it is this is a square bet. This is the highest total on the board with the most juice on it, and I'm going over. Set the line higher, Vegas. It's a 17-game season. Find me six losses for the Kansas City Chiefs. You can't. Never a doubt. Ne- there. Oh, thank you, Diora. Yes, absolutely. Also, the audience, I don't know if the audience can see, but Dior is sporting a tattoo as well, done totally without my consent or permission. You I liar. To- don't do I, that. I, don't the, do that. The sidebar in the middle of the gambling picks, amazing parenting moment. So I had had a long uh, rule, which is if you get a tattoo, it means you're a full-blown adult, which means you're totally financially independent. And... I held your brother to that standard. He hid his tattoo from me as long as he could, and when he showed it, I was like, well, I guess you're on your own. And now, it, the it, I'm not going to act like I've never helped your brother out since then, but there's a period of time he's like, yep, on my own, no problem. Diora was getting this tattoo and FaceTimed her brother, and... You, you guys should have seen his face. Well, to, he was go, like, walk what him, are you doing? Walk him through, yeah, go ahead, walk him through it. So I I waited to tell Demonza because I told Demonza I wanted to get a tattoo and he was like yeah you could try you could try and then I called him in the middle like as soon as I laid down to get my tattoo he was like you've got to be kidding me this is fake I was like it's not fake and he was like okay interesting interest and at first he didn't think that I was there he, he that thought he that there. she was doing was it like, behind my back Go he was ahead. like yo I yo man. Yeah. <laughs> And I, and then I turned the camera, and I think he got even more. Oh, his face he when he saw I was there. <laughs> he, I think he's still mad about it, which I don't really blame him for. And he goes, "When I saw him this weekend, yeah, he was like, 
because I said something about um I was like I can pay for lunch and he goes yeah because you're an adult now you have a tattoo now yeah I think you can pay for everything yeah and, and I mean he just said he goes man that younger child privilege the and the no but the thing is with my tattoo I had the same idea for the tattoo for like what like two months like I wanted to get if not longer yeah I mean you've been talking about it and the idea was you were gonna get the stars your mom was gonna get the sun and I was gonna get the moon yeah. but your mom has not found a son that she loves I was going to haphazardly get a moon yeah but while you wouldn't do Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, go ahead. Um, You're good. No, I, the, (laughs) and then at the tattoo parlor, I was like, man, I'm not going to, you know, if I'm deciding on what it's going to look like right now, I probably should wait. And I've wanted never a doubt on my arm for the last six months. So, yeah, so Dior and I, we don't yet have matching tattoos, but we got them (laughs) together. All right. Sorry. Back to the over-unders. Uh, all right, we next. It's, Patriots, right? Yep, go ahead. Patriots over 7.5. With plus money. Why would the Patriots be worse than last year? The Patriots won eight games last year, guys. And while I don't believe in Mac Jones, and I obviously don't think they're a great team, they won eight last year. I get plus money on them to just duplicate that? Mac will not be as bad as he was last year. The offense won't be as disorganized. They lost a game on the most ridiculous play in NFL history, the Chandler Jones play. I just, I can't believe it, but I like the Patriots over, and I'm getting plus money. This this Patriots line being off is indicative of how overhyped the Jets are. Because the Patriots have beaten the Jets 15 straight times. Vegas thinks the Jets are going to be really good. So the, uh, uh, the two games against the Jets, pardon me, where the Patriots always go 2-0, and Vegas thinks they're going to go 0-2 or at best 1-1. and So it's docking their win total. I like the Patriots over. Next. Okay, so the Eagles under 11.5. Yeah, we got to lay minus 128, but we love this bet. I think the Eagles will be good, but not great. I think we're going to have a bit of a Super Bowl hangover. I think the excellent quarterbacks they face. Sorry, we have a fly around here that is bothering us. The excellent quarterbacks they face is going to be able to, that secondary can get got. We like the Eagles to win 10 or 11 this year. We like them under 128. All right, next. Okay, next. The Eagles, oops. You're fine. The 49ers under 10.5. All right, at plus 132. We're fading the Niners this year. As much as we liked the Niners last year, I think Brock Purdy was more illusion than reality. Plus, he's coming off elbow surgery. They were talking about him being on a pitch count. Seems like Shanahan desperately wants to find a way to get Sam Darnold in the game. The Nick Bosa situation is a legit concern. All of those are reasons we think the Niners... This could be a bit of a year from hell for the Niners. Certainly not 11 or 12 wins. And we're getting plus money. The Niners under 10 and a half. All right, next. Okay, the Seahawks over 8.5. All right, this is one of the only bets we're doubling down on. We're not putting two units on it. All eight of these bets are one unit bets. 
but we're going to also bet the Seahawks in another way. I don't mind laying the minus 140 on this. The Seahawks, last year, I don't think what Geno did was an illusion. They played more rookies than any team in the conference. They, they had rookie starting tackles, they had rookies across their defense, and they still made the playoffs. Why would this Seattle team not win 11 games? Why would this Seattle team not win the division, which takes us to our division winners in a moment? But the quick recap, there are eight actual bets we made for team totals. Bears under 7.5 at even money. The Cowboys over 10.5 at plus 115. The Jags over 10.5 at plus 145. The Chiefs over 11.5 at minus 134. The Patriots over 7.5 at plus 116. The Eagles under 11.5 at minus 128. The 49ers under 10.5 at plus 132. And the Seahawks over 8.5 at minus 142. And so here is... Here are our division winner bets. Diora, tell us the first one and the plus number behind it. Uh, and yes to the producers, what you just put in the chat, that is correct. Um, go ahead, give it to me. Um, Dolphins plus 290. Yep. Steelers? No, 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 we'll stay just one okay. by one. Um, I think the Dolphins, the, remember how we said, rather than bet the Dolphins over 9.5 and, and lay a VIG, bet the Dolphins to win the division and get nearly 3-1. to one. So for these next three divisional bets, if we win one of them, we break even. If we win two of them, we win big. If we win all three, it's a massive, massive victory, obviously. So the Dolphins, uh, if Tua is healthy, they absolutely can win 12 games. That's enough to win the AFC East this year. The Dolphins plus 290. Now to one of our more long shot picks. What's the next one, Diora? Um, Steelers plus 470. Getting nearly 5-1 to one on the Steelers to win the AFC North. If I'm correct and the Bengals are not going to win 12 or 13 games and the Ravens are going to stumble a bit, the Steelers, which won nine games last year with T.J. Watt missing seven, with Kenny Pickett uh, as a rookie, if Pickett, even if he's not great, and I don't think he's great, has any type of year two jump and Watt is healthy with Tomlin, the Steelers absolutely can win the AFC North. We're getting plus 470. So instead of betting the Steelers to win at least nine games and laying minus 150, why not bet them to win 11 games, essentially, and the division at plus 470? We like that. And now our next semi-long shot divisional bet. The Packers plus 350. Yeah, so the Packers, if you think Jordan Love's going to be fine, they're going to have a good running game, they're going to have a good defense, those young receivers, you know, kind of pop. Unless you believe Detroit or Minnesota are going to be awesome, and I don't believe, I, I think they'll be fine, I don't think either will be awesome, I could bet the Packers to win at least eight games at minus 150, or the Packers to win nine or ten games 
10 will probably be enough to win the division and get them at plus 350. So again, Dolphins plus 290, Steelers plus 470, Packers plus 350. If I'm right on one of those, you break even or win a little bit. If I'm right on two of them, big win. Now, we have two more, and these are a similar thing where I'm looking at them as a pair. If I'm right on just one of these next two, you make a little bit. If I'm right on both, you make a lot. Obviously, if I go over, you're in trouble. Next one, Diora. Um, the Falcons plus 210. I think they're the best team in the NFC South. I think B. John Robinson is going to instantly be one of the most dynamic offensive players in the league. Drake London had an underrated, awesome rookie season. He had as good of a rookie season as, as uh, almost as good of a rookie season, I should say, as Garrett Wilson with just as poor quarterback play. The Dolphins, indoors, B. John Robinson, Drake London, Kyle Pitts. If Ritter has a pulse, they're the favorites to me in that division. We're getting them plus 210. And the last one, I said I was doubling down on the Seahawks. Diora? The Seahawks plus 230. Yeah, we like the, I think the Seahawks win that division. And the, I think I would, I am very confident the Seahawks are at least 500. I am pretty confident the Niners will regress. Both of those things happen. The Seahawks win 10 or 11 games. They win the division. And now, our first two-unit bet is the next one. And like any smart gambler, our biggest bet is going to be a parlay. Diora, what is it? Jags-Chiefs. Jags-Chiefs division winner parlay plus 156. The Chiefs have won the AFC West seven years in a row. The Jags are about to win the AFC South for the next seven years. We get the two guys that will be considered the two best quarterbacks in football at the end of the year. They both have to win the two softer divisions in the AFC. We get them at plus money. This is a two-unit bet. And this next one is a quarter-unit bet. This is a long-shot Division winner parlay, which is why we were only doing a quarter unit on it. Diora, what is it? Steelers, Dolphins, Packers, plus... Oh, oh my, my goodness, goodness, Diora. We're almost going to have to take a break in a moment. Go ahead. 9,903. 99-1 to one on the Steelers, Dolphins, Packers winning their divisions. 99-1. to one. So again, if you're $100 better and you want to put a quarter unit on it... Uh-huh. $100 would pay out 24 seven, I'm sorry, $25, which would be a quarter unit, would pay out 24.75. So that is and honestly, on a 99 to 1 shot, you probably shouldn't even do a quarter unit. You should do like a tenth of a unit, but we're going to do a quarter unit. We're going to put $250 on it to try to bank them for 25,000. Now, make miss playoffs. These are all uh, one unit wagers. Diora? Chiefs, Cowboys, and Jags make plus 160. Yeah. It, I mean, yeah. that should be a 30 unit bet. You know what? We're, we're, this is a good way to triple down on the Prince and Mahomes. That's a two unit bet. 
So we've got, we are heavily invested in the Jags and the Chiefs this year. Big shocker, America. We've bet them both for the season overs. We bet them in a parlay to win their division. And we bet them along with the Cowboys to make the playoffs. This is a little hedge, I guess, against somehow one of them not winning the division. The Now they just have to make the playoffs as a wild card. You add the Cowboys, you get them at plus 160. All right, next, Diora. This is also a two-unit bet. The Jets miss plus 110. Yeah. So remember how I said there's a better way? Rather than betting the Jets under 9.5 at plus 100, why would you not bet the Jets to miss the playoffs at plus 110? Because think about it. The Jets, is there any scenario where the Jets under hits and they make the playoffs? Can you make the playoffs this year in the AFC at 9-8? and eight? No chance. But is there a scenario where they're over hits and they miss the playoffs? Absolutely. Could they go 10-7 and seven and miss the playoffs? Yes. So rather than bet under 9.5, why don't you bet them to miss the playoffs? You get slightly better odds, plus 110 instead of plus 100, and... You could theoretically still win even if they go 10-7. and seven. So to recap the make-miss playoffs, Chiefs, Cowboys, Jags parlayed plus 160 for two units. The Jets missed the playoffs plus 110 for two units. Oh, and then a little quarter unit, a little teaser, a little taster, quarter unit guy, these three teams to miss the playoffs. Go ahead. Browns, Jets, and Lions miss plus 755. Yeah, so we're just going to call this the cursed franchise parlay. These trendy teams everybody loves who just happen to double as the three most incompetent franchises in the last 40 years of the NFL, certainly the last 30 years. The Browns, Jet. now again... I think the Lions make the playoffs, for the record. Uh, I think the Lions uh, make the playoffs. That's why I'm only putting a quarter unit on it. But there is so much hype around the three worst franchises in NFL history that the odds, the fact that we're getting plus 750 on these three teams missing the playoffs seems crazy to me. So we're going to do that. And now, Diora, our, and as always... Even though these are super long shots, we are putting one full unit on both of these. This obviously can make it far more difficult to eke out a profit on our season-long bets, but it also gives us a chance to bink massive wins. What is our Super Bowl matchup? Chiefs-Cowboys plus 30-50. 30 to 1. 50, on a Chiefs-Cowboys Super Bowl exact. The Chiefs are going to go undefeated, so that one's obvious. I really like the Cowboys this year, as we've discussed on the show. Especially, it's almost a process of elimination pick in that I don't believe in, the, I don't believe in Purdy, and I think the Eagles regress a bit. We get 30-1 to 1 on the Chiefs-Cowboys, and then... The exact Super Bowl, and you can bet both of these anywhere you want. The exact Super Bowl, what is it, Diora? Chiefs over Cowboys plus 5,000. 50 to 1. Last year we had the Chiefs Niners 
at 50 to 1, and then the Chiefs over Niners at 80 to 1. We now have the Chiefs over the Cowboys at 50 to 1 as our Super Bowl exacta. There it is. We did that in 40 minutes, Diora. You almost coughed up a lung, but aside from that, it was spectacular. There, there is our NFL gambling preview. I can't believe we are two days away. We get into my weekend of high-stakes gambling, my breaking news on Chris Jones, a little Caleb Williams, and some tennis. All next before we get to your guys' questions and advice for Diora on her last show. It's all next. Quick break. Right back. What's right? Warmer, sunnier days are approaching, so fuel up for them with Factors No Prep, No Mess Meals. Factor will help you meet your wellness goals just in time for summer, thanks to a vast menu of chef-crafted, never-frozen meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. These fresh meals are ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Variety? They have that. Factor has 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. Working on wellness goals? Factor has you covered with dietitian approved meals and ingredients you can trust. How do they taste? They're delicious. From breakfast to dessert, stay fueled with easy, nutritious, and delicious options. What about quality? Each Factor meal is restaurant quality with premium ingredients like filet mignon, blackened salmon, and shrimp. So start spending less time in the kitchen now because you don't have to shop, prep, cook, or clean up. Make today the day you kickstart a new healthy routine. What are you waiting for? Head to factormeals.com slash nickwright50 and use code nickwright50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code nickwright50 at factormeals.com slash nickwright50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Football season is upon us and fall is right around the corner and HelloFresh is here to help you plan for the busy season ahead with tasty dishes delivered to your door. Simply choose your recipes, pick your delivery date, then lay back and enjoy the last days of summer knowing your dinner is covered. The key to dinnertime success? Variety. HelloFresh keeps your taste buds on their toes with 40 chef-crafted recipes to select from every week. From family friendly to fit and wholesome you'll always find new and exciting recipes to try and love my family personally loves the meat and veggies option i have enough on my plate couple of shows, getting my daughter off to college, letting HelloFresh get the groceries and save me some cash with pre-portioned meals delivered right to my door is great. So if you're busy like me, don't call for delivery. Get HelloFresh. It's 25% cheaper than takeout and less expensive than grocery shopping too. Try HelloFresh today by going to HelloFresh.com slash 50, that's 50NickWright. Use code 50NickWright for 50% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash 50NickWright and use code 50NickWright for 50% off plus free shipping. Realize when you have a co-host, that means that you're both co-hosts? I disagree with that. 
I've heard that before. I disagree with you. You're like saying I'm the co-host. We're co-hosts. No, I'm the host. If there's a host, there's only one person. It's co-hosts if there's two people, which means we are both co-hosts. Yeah, I disagree. You're the dictator and I'm your subjects. That was great. That was one of our best moments. Welcome back in. It's Dior's last show. Episode 174, if you guys have any questions about our NFL gambling preview, uh, which we just did, uh, you can put them in the chat. Also, any advice for Dior as she gets ready to go off to college, you can put that in the chat as well. But Dior, what are we starting the B block with today? Let's hit on your other gambling escapades. Yeah. Um, what went down in Texas this weekend? Well... Did you so Phil Home Youth has won 17 World Series of Poker bracelets. He's the most decorated tournament poker player ever. He's the guy that I went to uh, Vegas again, you know, uh, for a couple years ago to play that fifty thousand dollar heads up match that he beat me in, and I am proud to say, Diora, that while, listen, it wasn't heads up against Phil. It was a ring game. It was, a, it was a multiple days at Champions Club in Texas, which is in, in Houston, an awesome card room. And I hope do more stuff with them. Let me uh, show you a tweet because you foolishly didn't ask for your typical five percent for the weekend. I uh, yes, and, I did. Oh, uh, when was that? Yes, I did. When did you ask for five percent? When you told me that you were going on the trip. Mm, well, why don't you read what Phil Helmuth said uh, about my? Because I sent out a tweet about Caleb Williams. Why don't you read what Phil Helmuth tweeted? Great analysis, Nick. I guess it's back to your day job after winning 60000 playing poker with us on stream and off stream this weekend in Houston at the Champions Club, Texas. Love this storyline. Good guy. Nick wins big. Hashtag, hashtag positivity. He, do, he hashtags all his suits with positivity. So what was your big takeaway from that tweet? Because you didn't really emphasize. Did I get money? For, for well, how much did it say I won? 60000 all right, so don't make me do math. On let's it. just it's see. Not nice. Let's see. That's let's just nice. see. Maybe you'll get it if you no, can do it see, quick. That is trauma. Well, that's that, well, trauma. What do you mean Stop this is that. trauma? Come Stop on. That. Five percent. What's ten percent? What's ten? Stop. Was this? Stop it. Is this triggering you from when? Three thousand. They fed that to you. No, they did. Who fed that to Diora? No, they did not. She did not listen. The the the. This is a great moment because Diora, when she was little, when we would do math together, I would cry. Well, that, like almost every single time, because he'd snap in my face and be like, "You should know." I wouldn't this. be in your face. You I'm should just know like, this. Just go, just go, just go, just have it be automatic. Have it be automatic. Yeah. And she wouldn't let me do math with her. That anymore. almost made tears come out of my eyes just now. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I I banned him from doing math with me in high school. I told him that he couldn't do it with me anymore. I the I very upset about it. And then I saw, you want to know something funny? Because that's what I did from the time you were in like fifth grade on. Mm -hmm. And then you did stop. Then there was this movie called Whiplash that came out after this uh, with J.K. Simmons. And it's about some very demanding musical teacher. I haven't seen it. But in the preview for it, you know what he's doing to the person he's trying to teach to play the instrument or whatever? Go, 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 go. And I'm like, there you go. Now, I think the story of that was he was like, like you know, kind of over the top in his intensity or whatever. But, I mean, I don't know. Uh, so, it was a great weekend. Is the back to the poker. I, Andrew Lichten... Back to my 5%. You're, well, I don't, you know, we'll, I, you're going to have to... I don't think you asked for it. I don't think it was yes, committed. Yes, I did. See, the, this is... Ugh. What? <laughs> we'll, we'll talk uh, later. Okay. 
Uh, so, Phil, it was a great game. Uh, Ryan Feldman, the guy who runs Hustler Casino Live, uh, was in the game. He added great action. This this guy named Trick Time, who's like a professional player from Texas, was phenomenal. He made one of the greatest value bets on me uh, I ever. And... I'll, I'll tweet out some of the clips of it. You can go to Poker Go's Twitter because it was all live streamed. Also, if you want to watch all 10 hours of the game Saturday and Sunday, that's on there. Now, to be clear, I didn't win anything close to 60 in the live streamed games. I lost 10 the first day and 120-ish the second day. But in between those, there was a late night PLO game that played really big that I bought in for for just a little bit and ran it up huge, huge, uh, which is speaks to what, you know, Phil's comment about how much money I made. Uh, Phil wasn't playing in the PLO game. But the it was a, a ton of fun. Oh, and one of the best players, in my opinion, in the entire world, a guy named Andrew Lichtenberg, who goes by Lucky Chewy, uh, who has won... 15 million playing poker, or Lichtenberger, pardon me, who was honest to God, and you're going to laugh, gosh, you're going to laugh at me. Uh, I like, and this is, <laughs> I'm going to laugh saying this myself, because I'm just setting myself up to be mocked by you, but guys watching this podcast, especially guys my age will understand, it is rare as a grown man to make a new friend. Like, it's hard to, like, make friends. Like, you work with people, you have your wife, you have your kids, whatever it is. I feel like I actually made a new friend in Lucky Aww. Chewy. I knew you were going to make fun of me. Uh, but he was... A, his reputation in the poker community is he is one of the kindest human beings in the world. He wrote a great book called The Yoga of Poker about kind of combining the the concepts of yoga and mindfulness and meditation into poker. He's also one of the most brilliant uh, people I've ever had the pleasure to spend time around. And we talked poker and poker strategy and kind of life uh, all weekend. So it was a great, it was great. Winning the money, obviously, was, you know, a, a cherry on top. But the Champions Club down there in Texas was great. Spending time with Phil was a ton of fun. I now you guys don't give have each other a hug afterwards. Me and Helmuth? Yeah. We hugged when we saw each other. Aww. We're buddies. But it was I, the last time I saw Phil was like one of the worst moments of my life. Losing that heads up match cuz I should have won it. Uh and I think I played really well and particularly in the PLO games, which is the game I'm better at, and I was really happy with it and I also uh, shout out to Brent Hanks and Jeff Platt who were doing the commentary and did a brilliant job as they always do. Again, it's worth watching the live streams. And uh, Lucky Chewy and his business partner, Victoria, who has a very interesting life story. This She's from Ukraine, was a chess champion, built a tech company, sold it, and now uh, she and Chewy and others, I'm not sure if I'm supposed to say who else is involved, they're building a poker company called Octopi Poker uh, that I hope to be continue to be involved with in some capacity. It was great. And so, shout out to all those people. Shout out to me for playing with some of the best in the world and booking a win. Very happy about it. And I hope to be back there again. Maybe we do the podcast live from the card room down there one time. 
That'd be fun. I mean, you're going to be in college. Are you going to let me do the podcast when I come back for breaks? Yeah, of course. When it's not football season. Football season's too important. No, really? So Uh, so during the summer? (laughs) Spring break. Spring break in the summer. All right, next. Okay, so Chris Jones is still holding out. The Lions QB, Jared Goff, Goff. is one statistically... It's written poorly. Is one of the best in the game with a clean pocket. Go ahead. Um, if the Lions win, who will have more regret? The Chiefs not caving to Chris Jones or you for getting your tattoo? All right. Do you, or how much, do I have any doubt about the Chiefs beating the Lions? Never a doubt. Did I ever have any doubt? Of course not. They're going to beat, listen, Patrick Mahomes in week one is a starter. The Chiefs average 38 points. He has 18 touchdowns, zero picks. They win the games by an average of like 17. I'm not worried about week one. Week two, I love Jacksonville. That defense cannot slow down the Chiefs. I'm not worried about them in week two and week three is Chicago. So the Chiefs have some time here. But I broke some news yesterday about the Chris Jones situation. It's very simple. Chris Jones wants a two-year extension fully guaranteed for $64 million. That's $32 million a year. That's a new money average of $32 million, obviously. That's more than Aaron Donald's $31.7. The Chiefs have offered him a two-year extension at just under $55 million. It's $27.25 million per year, fully guaranteed. That is of a new money average of $27.25 million. Quinnen Williams' deal is $24 million a year. Jeffrey Simmons' deal, $23.5 million a year. Now, my friend Mike Florio... Friend. Is, he is my friend. I've known Mike for since I did radio in Kansas City. He is reporting the same thing, but has a very different perspective on it. He, what Mike is doing is Mike is taking those two-year extensions, be it $54 million or $64 million, adding them to the year he ha- Chris has left on his deal and averaging it out from there. And he's doing it because Aaron Donald, when he got his deal, the Rams ripped up the end of his deal and gave him a totally new deal. I don't, I don't think that is typically how these new deals are calculated. So I will give you an example. Quinnen Williams... When he got his new deal, it was four years, $96 million. That's an average of $24 million a year. That is exactly what was reported, $24 million a year. However, he had a year left on his contract that was going to pay him $10 bucks. So if you add those two together, I'm sorry, 12 million bucks, instead of being a four-year, $96 million deal, it's a five-year, $108 million deal. And that then, of course, changes the math. That then, instead of being an average of 24 million a year, it's an average, what's 108 divided by five, Diora? 21.8. It's an average of 21.8 million a year. So, if you want to talk new money average or total average, they, I, I'm not really trying to have that semantic debate. What I know is the Chiefs have offered two years, $54.5 million fully guaranteed. Chris wants two years, $64 million fully guaranteed. 
and the sides don't seem like they're moving. And it's obviously a problem for Kansas City. I, now, do I think it submarines their chances of winning the Super Bowl? Of course not, because there's no chance Chris misses the whole year. But he is, it would appear, going to miss week one, and maybe he does stay out till week seven. Now, do I think the Chiefs can go 7-0 without Chris Jones? Yes. Do I think they can win the Super Bowl without him? I don't know. But they wouldn't have to. But if they don't get an extension done, then the relationship is probably ruined moving... I don't want to say ruined, but at least damaged moving forward. And that's obviously problematic. So this isn't... I'm not going to act like this is great, everything's all sunny. But that's the details on it. That's where we're at with the Chiefs and... Uh, Chris Jones, you have a follow-up question. Yeah, preseason Super Bowl tattoos never pan out. Did you jinx the ch- Chiefs by getting your tattoo? And are well, jinxes, jinxes aren't real? And okay, I, didn't... I don't know about that, but jinxes aren't real. Oh, whatever. You... I don't know about that. Okay, so like, all right, I'm not going to argue with you about jinxes. It's nonsense. It's mysticism. I'm not doing it. Mysticism. But there's never a doubt, guys, and. This is going to go down as an all-time legendary sports media moment when the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, and I have the video of me in our season picks show on television showing before the year the never-a-doubt tattoo on national television. Now, and I'm going to be totally honest with you guys, because we unveiled the never-a-doubt to go along with the 20-0 and pick. As long as they win the Super Bowl, this tattoo was correct. Is it, am, I, am I guaranteeing 20-0? Yes, but am I extra guaranteeing the, the Super Bowl? That's what it is. What? So, like, the sports gods are real, but jinxes are Exactly right. I'm sorry, I believe in God. Sorry. Sorry, I believe in God. No, sorry. I mean, That's sorry. insane. I know you Gen Zers, you know what I mean? Oh my the, I mean, you probably make fun of me for that. Yeah, I believe in a higher power. I don't believe... And you think that the sports gods is, is the one that's up there? What, what? God's not allowed to have an interest in sports? Oh He's my not allowed goodness. to... You know what I mean? Have He's busy. He's you know all-knowing, all-powerful being, I would imagine. You know what I mean? I mean, he created Patrick Mahomes. I would imagine he has a vested interest in his success. Like, if the sports gods are real, you know, does Mm -hmm. it help that you were wearing a Bengals shirt while you were getting your tattoo? I was not wearing a Bengals shirt. I was wearing (laughs) a Kinzo shirt. The, don't you dare oh, no. call that a Bengals shirt. The sports gods might get confused. Okay, no, the guy, listen, they're infallible. All right, next. Okay, so, um, Deion Sanders' debut. Sanders. Sanders. Is that not what I just said? I thought I, I wasn't sure. I thought you said Sanders, but I'm not sure. Go ahead. You didn't think I said Sanders. That's Go ahead. Corrected me. <laughs> Debut couldn't have gone better that as Colorado beat TC, TCU. Yep. Is it Dion the biggest story in college sports in the last decade, or is it something? All else? right, these guys are trying to you know, bait me into saying Caleb's a bigger story than Dion because I kind of saw I did a soft opening like a restaurant for that take for Gabe and Matt yesterday. I I want to talk about these two things separately, and then we can quickly move on, because the show's going really long, and we, i got to go on Cowherd's show today, and i got to do the TV show, the debut of Mahomes Mountain on television, and it's our six-year anniversary. A lot going on. Deion Sanders has a chance if he 
continues this trajectory to have the greatest American sports life ever. So this is what's fun. Diora is one of, you know, the only person involved in this podcast who has, as from a viewer or a worker perspective, doesn't know the story of Deion Sanders. So I'm going to be able to watch the amazement grow as she goes on. Okay, Deion Sanders, Diora, in the 80s, one of the greatest high school football players ever, goes to Florida State, is the greatest college defensive back to ever play, is then part of a draft that now goes down in history as the greatest top five picks in NFL history. The number one pick was Troy Aikman. He won three Super Bowls. He's a Hall of Famer. Number two pick, Tony Mandridge, didn't work out. The number three pick, Barry Sanders. A lot of people consider him the greatest running back ever. The number four pick, Derek Thomas, the greatest Chiefs defensive player ever, Hall of Famer, died in a car wreck during his career, but still one of the greatest players ever, From even though his career was cut short. The number five pick, Deion Sanders. Deion was the first guy who had, like, a televised draft party wearing hundreds of, this is again in the 80s, wearing hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of gold chains, uh, saying basically I'm going to go where the money goes. Comes into the league, Diora, is instantly the best defensive player in the entire sport. Some would argue he's the best defensive player in the history of the sport. Everyone acknowledges he's the best corner in the history of the sport. While doing that, he also occasionally played wide receiver. So he played offense and defense, was the only guy in the league doing it. While doing that, also returned kicks and punts, and many people consider him the greatest kick and punt returner ever. He then went from the Falcons to the 49ers, helped them get over the top and win the Super Bowl, because the Cowboys had won the previous two. He then went from the Niners to the Cowboys, and the Cowboys won that Super Bowl. While doing all of this, he played professional baseball, played in the World Series, played pro baseball for 10 years, was awesome at that as his side job. One day, he played in an NFL game and a Major League Baseball game in the same day. He then retires, gets into coaching. Goes to Jackson State, the historically black college your mom and I went to the big game at a couple years ago. Instantly makes them the best team in their conference. They go undefeated in back-to-back years in the conference. Jackson State, historically black college, has never gotten the top recruits. They go to the biggest schools or whatever. The number one player in the country was a defensive back that wanted to go to Florida State because of Dion. Dion convinced him, instead of going to Florida State, to go to Jackson State with him. Dion then left Jackson State for Colorado. Colorado won one game last year. They were 21-point underdogs. Dion's son is the quarterback there. They just played TCU and beat him as 20-point dogs. TCU, meanwhile, while Colorado won one game last year, TCU was in the national championship game. So if Dion has... A great coaching career, and he goes from all-time legendary college player, all-time legendary pro, one of the GOATs in the entire sport, the GOAT cornerback, maybe the GOAT defensive player, 
the go-to sport athlete and then also adds great coach to it, it's the greatest sporting life ever. With all that said, the best story in college football this weekend was the USC quarterback Caleb Williams. He was doing a Patrick Mahomes impersonation. I called him one of the five best quarterbacks alive, and he might I might have underrated him. Dewar was at the tailgate for that game. If she would have told me ahead of time, I would have bought her a ticket to go to the game because... Devontae be- told me he had two tickets, and I didn't even use it. Real? Oh, my goodness. You could have seen Caleb Williams put on a show. All right, last one, Dewar. Okay, so you, Deanna, and I stopped by the U.S. Open last week. Yeah, with Mark Carmen. Shout out Mark Carmen, CHGO Chicago. The highlight of the trip is you were turned into a meme. Yeah, the U.S. Open, shouting me out. Go ahead. Um, what's your favorite story of the tournament? Coco, the American men, or Djokovic, Alcaraz? Good job. Uh, Djokovic, Alcaraz is... You were on a collision course. I'm super excited for it. Also, that clip was so hilarious because... The part is I was cropped out. I, well, yeah, I mean, it is. Diora was two rows ahead of us in the front row, and so she's not on there. But the funniest part about that was I, mid-match between Rude and Zhang, live bet Zhang, my entire section was rooting for Rude, which is why I'm the only person standing and clapping after that point. But uh, the American men succeeding the way they are, the fact that there are four... Black Americans on the men and women's side this deep into the U.S. Open for the first time ever is unbelievable uh, with TFO and Coco and Madison Keys, one other that I'm forgetting, my apologies. But Djokovic Alcaraz is the story of the tournament. And if that's the, the... I just wish the U.S. Open would move their schedule back one week because the men's final being on the first NFL Sunday of the year is ludicrous. Great point. It, thank you. I can't go to it. No, like I, it gets no coverage. Um, none of it. By the, w- <coughs> um, also by the way, the Spanish women's soccer coach Jorge Vilda Vida, pardon me, just got fired. The producers are putting that, uh, in the rundown. They win the World Cup. They fire the coach. They got a lot of controversy going on there. All right. Coming up next, we say goodbye to my daughter. It's next. What's right? What's up, everyone? It's Nick Wright, and I got something exciting to talk to you about today. Angie, your ultimate destination for getting all your jobs done well. Now, Angie isn't just your average home services marketplace. It's a game changer. With over 150 million homeowners served and a network of over 200,000 skilled pros, Angie has experience and expertise to tackle any project with ease. Whether you're looking to spruce up your backyard or undergo a major home renovation, Angie's got your back, and their pros are locally based, often running small businesses right in your community. And here's the best part. Angie makes the process seamless. From researching and comparing pros to scheduling services at your convenience, Angie's user-friendly platform puts you in control. So why settle for anything less than perfection when it comes to your home? With Angie, you can trust every project will be completed with the utmost care and professionalism. So get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Discover why homeowners across the nation are turning to Angie to get all their jobs done well. There is... 
the best barbecue in the world in Kansas City. Some people would disagree with you on that one. On what? The best barbecue in the world. Okay, well, they're wrong. Kansas City is known Texas for its barbecue. Is better. Texas is known for their barbecue. Yeah, and it's in Texas barbecue and it's dry rubs and their obsession with brisket. It's just not even close. It's kind of a general consensus that Texas has the best barbecue. And I'm telling you that you're, that is nonsense. Number one is Texas. According to what, Diora? Second is Memphis. According to what, Diora? Third is Kansas City, Missouri. According to what, Diora? Google! <laughs> that was great. That was also, Diora, the same show that we had the host-co-host debate. That was your liveliest show. That's when you were really into it you're kind of over the podcast Didn't mind at this that point. whole podcast we barely talked about sports i know that was the, your favorite one that was the one yeah. you liked the most um all right before i get to the the you know the questions and comments on Dior's last show how have you enjoyed the experience it's been it's been good better than you thought better than i thought yeah yeah because in the beginning you weren't really you were skeptical of doing it and then you opted into doing it i well, I'll save my thoughts for the end. Uh, the So, the advice for Dior... Gabe asks, how have I not seen Whiplash? I know, I should have seen Whiplash, especially because I'm in a movie with J.K. Simmons. The, the, the movie that J.K. Simmons were, is a college football coach... Uh, you know, I'm, you know, I'm one of the main components of that movie. Uh, Gabe also asks if Diora has seen Pulp Fiction and did it play a role in her college choice? I don't know what the movie's about. The answer is no and no. This is why this is, remember that picture was in their bookstore there that that UC Santa Cruz banana slug shirt. Okay. Well, it's an iconic picture and it kind of put them on the the map. Is in the gift shop. Yeah, it's also, some people would consider it the greatest movie ever made. Doesn't matter. Steve Giannotti says... Giannata, pardon me, do not take morning classes. Tough waking up at like 8 for classes. Don't What's worry, your... my, fr- my earliest class is at 10.30. Your earliest class is at 10.30. And you're on the West Coast, which means, like, you're not going to be up most days till like noon East Coast time. Right? Like around 9 a.m.? Yeah, that's, that's right. time zones. Jacob Epstein crazy. says, Best advice is that everybody is correct when they say the four years fly by. If you're ever on the fence about doing something, just do it. Yes, get involved. Get involved, get involved, get involved. Uh, Sale Kyer says, First year college. It's so easy to just fail because of a failure of scheduling. Do the full week-to-week schedule to prep for midterms, finals, and also get in study time. What's your biggest concern on the academic side as far as, like, scheduling stuff out and doing things? Just getting from class to class because it's a huge campus. It is a sprawling campus, and you have to take, like, buses everywhere, all of it. But what's the shortest window between classes that you have? Um, Like 40 minutes. 40 minutes, yeah. So you, it's such a big campus that you could have 20 minutes between classes and have it not be enough time. Um... Raymond Sirius says, do you already get involved in everything you want to in college time to find yourself and have fun? Cole Draper says, good luck. Uh, best advice I can give you, wish someone had to- told me, is prioritize your mental health, especially when you're figuring out your workload. Uh, Cole, while I agree, I wish that was advice that was given a long time ago. I promise you, uh, this younger generation, uh, for for good, for almost all for good and a little bit for bad, they do not have a, they, they have no qualms about uh, needing, you know, rest and recuperation time and 
prioritizing their mental health. It's probably one of the smarter things uh, that Gen Z has figured out better than the rest of us. Uh, Henry Bean, this is great, says, Get comfortable being uncomfortable. One of the best ways to grow is to put yourself in new and sometimes uncomfortable situations. Uh, I think Dewar is excellent at that. Uh, and then this is the most important one. Ben Thomas, call your parents, even when you don't want to call them. It's more for them than for you. Well, Dior, you and I have already talked about this. We're going to talk every day, once a day. We don't have a text. No, no, it doesn't no. have to be a call. It doesn't have to be a FaceTime. It doesn't have to be it a has call. To, I have to hear your voice. No, you don't. I have to hear your voice every day, obviously. And it's just like a 20-minute... 20 minutes? Just like a 20-minute Are chat. you insane? What do you mean? What do you Talking mean? Talking to you for 20 minutes? What do you mean? It sounds wonderful. I'm not... This is... Um. All right, the... I'll give my thoughts here in just a moment. But the Blue Duck folks, I believe, have something that Jake is going to bring to you. They have a little farewell gift for you. And so if Jake can, or if we can give this to Diora, There you go. Jake doesn't want to be on camera. There's Jake. Hi, Jake. Uh, they've got... What is what is it, Scoot? Levain Bakery Cookies. Oh. I also got a Starbucks gift card. Oh, wow. And a barbecue gift card. Oh, Wow. They're very I have quite the team here. Very yeah. nice of the Blue Duck folks. Um, all right. In all seriousness, you have done a wonderful job. Thanks. Uh, not just on the pod, but in everything preparing for this stage. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna cry on the air. I'm just very proud of you. Thank you. I, we're all just very, very proud of you, and I'm going to miss you so oh, much. don't cry. I'm not going to cry. I was going to save that for when we move in. I just love you, and these last six months, being able to share this stage with you and being able to spend this time with you is just such a wonderful gift. And I really, really love you, baby. Oh, I'm so proud of you. And your mom and sister here, so we're going to do a group hug, and we will. I'll see you guys on Coward Show today and then six-year anniversary show today on television. We love you, Scoot. Come here, Dan, Pooh, and Deanna. Your brother's hugging, you know, via, uh, via far away. Love you. See you guys next week. Or see you Thursday for the gambling show.